Welcome to another episode of Dumb Bench Binging. I'm Josh. And I'm Tegan. Um, did you almost forget the name of our show? No. I was like wow. swallowing rice. Oh. Once again, <laughs> um, I am on my way to inebriated much more than uh, last week. And apparently Josh <laughs> is eating. I'm eating. So. <laughs> Benches be eaten. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God, we need to. <laughs> if this is going to be a regular thing, we really should not be <laughs> pitching the intros onto this. I think we should go back to lying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. this week. We watched Christmas Inheritance. December week on... two, Christmas Inheritance. Week three. <laughs> week three? <gasps> week three. Fuck. <laughs> the weeks just keep happening. I mean, we're in the second week of December right now, but we are recording the third week episode. Hey, 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 we're hey, hey. Don't, sh- don't show our hand. <laughs> what? We we already have. Um, <laughs> we we're not on top of things enough to not be inebriated or eaten, but we'd be ahead of schedule. No. <laughs> you are making a fool of me. <laughs> <laughs> so what were what was your opinion on Christmas inheritance? I liked it. It was really good. I think the decent 60% um, critical rating this got is pretty good. It's pretty accurate. Um, I love Christmas Inheritance for what it is. It's no night before Christmas, but um, (laughs) (laughs) which is going to be our shining star of December. Uh, because I'm too uh, scared of getting through the Christmas prints. <laughs> the cinematic universe. Our cinematic universe. The Christmas prints. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by our cinematic universe. That I don't live there. It's, <laughs> it's happening real time in our life. That's no. um, where we live. No. No? No. No. What Netflix cinematic universe would you prefer to live in? Um, we already know which one we really live in. I will no, not elaborate. <laughs> you, you have to, please. <laughs> uh, we live in the bright cinematic universe. No. Die. I'm so excited for you to see Bright. Oh my god. I'm not. Uh, I'm going to, for when you inevitably kill off my baby boy uh, and force me into making another separate character for the 5e playthrough, I'm just gonna 
reach right into the screen and uh, pick up one of the characters from Bright, and that will be me. Just dip, dip my little Grinch, Grinch well, fingers into the the Scooby Doo soul pot. <laughs> I've already destroyed all of your five E characters. No, that's so sad. No. Anyways, Christmas inheritance. <laughs> okay, um, maybe we should start by elaborating on what I had mentioned in the previous episode, a la Santa Claus. <laughs> because after I have seen the movie enough times to really comment on it, I realize that it does not apply at all. But this I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. This is an assumption I got by um, reading the synopsis, maybe seeing a couple stills from the movie. It's like that scene in the, like the opening, the beginning of the first Santa Claus, where he is at his um, big corporate toy whatever bullshit, and they're all like like disparaging Christmas and like, blah, 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 Christmas sucks, I never got the toys I wanted. That's what I thought this movie would be because it had inheritance in it and she was <laughs> in line to be CEO so I assumed it had something more to do with the, the business had more to do with Christmas than the plot but because it's, it's, it's basically Hallmark <laughs> is the business yeah they run a gift business Home and Hallmark. Hallmarth. <laughs> I'm trying so hard to make that work. <laughs> and won't. But yeah, so that's that was um what I was expecting going in. That's not at all what this movie is. So if you're looking for Santa Claus, but sexy, <laughs> it's not this. Um <laughs> Isn't that Santa baby? No. <laughs> I really wish you would not say words. No, that's like a movie. Um, I don't know what that about, is. It's and about I'm leaving. Hot daughter. What? It's about Santa's hot daughter and no. she has to take over the family business. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, it's not. You're a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. That's a lie. That's not real. Um, Josh is making up movies now, and we can all listen. (laughs) No, it's real. I'm looking at it right now. (laughs) No, you're fucking not, because you're a fucking liar, and that's not real. (laughs) It is. I swear. We're not spreading this message. There's two of them. No, there's fucking not. <laughs> there is. <laughs> That's ugh. Ugh. I I so desperately wish that this wasn't the one fucking genre that you paid attention to. It's the only genre I am capable of watching, actually. <laughs> I refuse to um <laughs> process the words that you're saying. Any and other I will movie? Be moving on. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> God, what do, where do we begin? This is always like a struggle for me currently. It's possible because um, I'm having difficulty thinking within my <laughs> regular capabilities, thanks to the drink. Uh, but I'm just, I don't know where to start with these movies. I really don't. It's just, I honestly don't know where to start. Um, so this girl, Ellen. Yes, Ellen. Yes. Not to be confused with the generous. <laughs> Ellen Langford <laughs> is she's like a party girl. Her yes is a successful CEO. And she's the party girl daughter. Like we've all seen it before. We know. <laughs> we know this trope. Uh, we've seen the Kardashians. And he decides that she needs to be more responsible. So he sends her to his hometown of Snowfalls with a box of letters to give to her uncle Zeke, which is her dad's business partner, the co owner of the company. Yes. Um, and she goes, she, uh, falls in love, learns, learns humility (laughs) to be a a human being. Yeah. (laughs) Functioning human being. Learns Um, how to bake. Yeah. Good for Ellen. (laughs) Um... Yeah, she really. I mean, there's, yeah, there's basically she just learned to be more responsible. Yes. Okay. Like a huge, huge lesson because, like, she was a party girl, but she didn't really seem, from what they showed, to actually be that irresponsible. Oh yeah, no, she definitely was completely like, like she did things, but she was already involved in the business. And, yeah, like, and she was shown to be fully capable of arranging all that shit. She was just in the party heiress moment she was shit-faced and being coerced into being a fucking embarrassment for hired donations to the charity that she was running this thing for. Yeah. So. Anyways. I, yeah. I, I just think she was incredibly likable for the position the movie put her in. I really so like really, Yeah, I appreciate part. that. Um, I didn't like what's his name? Jake? Yeah, Jake. He had some moments and he's definitely better than man from falling in love. I forgot his name. Oh, see, I possibly also Jake? Best of all of them. Really? Except, well, no, I liked the night best. Yeah, obviously. But I liked falling in love guy better than this and Princess. I think they're Switch. both named Jake. I think they're both named Jake. Okay. I don't like that. I've connected the dots. Um, I do. I do want to point this out because it, it felt like some levity, like oh, the stars are just like us. But when. Um, the day after she ruins their Christmas fundraiser for Toys for Tots, uh, her dad's like, I'm sending you off 
to remote north town so that you may learn lessons. And she's like in her apartment packing and her fiance is there and he opens the fridge and they make it a point to show the contents of the fridge. And it's like six bottles of mineral water and like two lemons. And I'm like, ah, even the wealthy millennials still have millennial fridge. It helped me connect. Like, There's not so much difference between you and I. My fridge and your fridge is empty. My fridge is empty out of uh, necessity. Your fridge, your fridge empty because you can afford to not cook your own food. But now she knows how to bake. At these moments, I also maybe have a fruit in there. It's not well taken care of like those lemons, but (laughs) (laughs) so it's just like, yeah, she is a human being. She does not eat because she is too rich to do that, I guess. But ignoring that context, like, ah, same hat. Uh, so I just wanted to bring that up because I really I like <laughs> that they didn't kiss until after she wasn't engaged anymore. Yes, that was very. I love they almost did, but they didn't. Uh, their communication was so good for um a romantic movie <laughs> main plot, you know. Yeah, I loved that. And they did a really good job of making fiance detestable. Um, yeah, he definitely felt he was like a bastard, a, sh- a shitty city bastard. Yeah, I hated him <laughs> from the fucking moment he first he's on screen. He's like, I don't give a shit about my fiance or her life or her job. I am texting. Oh, what a millennial, you know? Always on that phone. (laughs) Letting your fiancé ruin her own charity auction. Because you be on that phone. Um, This is just... um, But I didn't... (laughs) Personality-wise, Jake was fine, I guess. But... Yeah. So boring. Um, I hated the hair. The hair was awful. Um, and the fact that it was the guy who played Pete on The Office, that really threw me. Because, honestly, he was a lot more likable on The Office (laughs) when he wasn't a main romantic lead. (laughs) Yeah. Which, sad... Might also be because I was younger and more susceptible to generic man being kind. No, it's the hair. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We're making a definitive ruling. It's Pete's hair. Uh, Hair bad. Hair bad. So, um... When she gets to the town, did you make the connection 
that their meet cute was the same suitcase set up from Falling in Love? Yeah. Okay, um, is this the only plot that Netflix knows? It's the only plot anyone knows. Run over suitcase, touch underwear. Oh no. Uh oh. <laughs> it's an omen. Ladies, if you're fucking single and you're looking for a man, just throw your suitcase into the street. And some handsome cabbie <laughs> will run it over. Well, and then touch maybe your delicates. Some... Passable. Some passable. He might not. Man. Have bad hair. Some passable white man who has gotten this long being single because nobody else wants to settle for a face that you could easily mold from Play-Doh. The face is was fine. It's the hair. I'm gonna die on this hill. <laughs> if anybody tried to talk to me and they had that hair, no. Okay, so what I'm gathering from this is Jake's hair in this movie is your Channing Tatum's beard and eyebrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. It ruined the whole movie for me. So, um, as a fun sort of karmic payback, I will be brushing this over and making you seem crazy. Okay? Moving I'm gonna on. I'm going to keep coming back to it. Who cares? You're the only person hung up on this. I thought it was fine. No, you Hold didn't. Hold on, listeners. You just want I'm revenge? Like, I'm going to pause this to listen to every time Ellie and him made me feel like an insane person for commenting on the ramen noodle beard. That's because that was insane. It was bad. <laughs> it was fine. It was always... I'm going to strangle you. <laughs> I hate you so fucking much. You were the worst human being on the planet. Find this hair unforgivable. How could you say that? This is a real life human's hair that just... He's greasy as fuck. That is not at all a beard, okay? No, I would... That is an affront to I... God. Would date Voldemort Don't. before I would date a man with his hair. <laughs> That's so out of left field. <laughs> Do you think Voldemort would be clingy? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Oh, I totally forgot. He essentially spent like a whole year relationship as a a bitching tumor on his boyfriend's head. Yeah. I forgot about that. It's the first movie. How do you forget about his tumor boyfriend? <laughs> Malignant and everything. Like, that's anyway, ridiculous. I really liked the aunt. Oh, yeah. Debbie. Um, I was totally... It's always shocking when, like, this is a cast of people who have clearly like not been able to really break out in anything past this like a uh, office boy okay I recognized him but that was like yeah you would be here Andy McDonald I don't know who she is 
Okay. And this may just be because, again, I haven't seen the movie, but I've had a lot of exposure to it. <laughs> she played the lead in Groundhog Day. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sitting here like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah, it might just be because of my personal background with that movie, but I'm like, aren't you like Lord? Like you, there's a whole town here that worships you. You're doing Netflix <laughs> as a supporting character. Maybe what? she just really wanted to be in this. Maybe she was just like, I'm having a bit of a laugh, mad lad. Uh, but I also don't know like anything about how Groundhog Day was received again I have a very skewed understanding of the reception of Groundhog Day (laughs) so I almost live in the epicenter to a Groundhog Day cult so um no you just do (laughs) yeah I'm about two blocks away from the um, the inn <laughs> that's in the, the he stays in so oh, oh groundhog inn yeah just not even funny we have plaques for where certain scenes happened like at po- least there's those like... are polka stops yeah but at least there's more than like at least that's something. No. <laughs> no, at least. <laughs> One of the towns I predominantly grew up in, all they've got is meth. So. Well. There's not. I'm not saying there's not a meth problem here. As no, well. but I'm saying at least you have more than just that. We have people that are tweaking next to trash cans shaped like groundhogs is what this situation is uh good and a man in a groundhog suit that walks around for pride (laughs) don't you also have a tiny horse yeah (laughs) that's exclusively for trans rights so (laughs) <laughs> Little Sebastian trans rights. <laughs> <laughs> um, my small town hell. No, it's not a small town. It's a big town that wants to be a small town. My confused big town, small town hell has made it a shock to see this woman in this film. Um, and I was not having fun during it, but this was a good character. Very sweet. Um, the mother we all wish we had. I love I'm how pretty... she just threw her nephew's trauma around. Yeah, he didn't give a shit. But also he was being a dick about it, so. Well, and that's how ants are. That's just how ants are. Um, I would venture to say that's how mothers are, but. Who knows? What happened to Jake's parents, by the way? <laughs> Killed by his ex in New York. Oh, Too Silent Night. Hmm. Weird that he's focusing on the divorce part of that. 
And not the patricide. Not the, not the double homicide. Weird. But you know, like, maybe he's blocked that part out and no one wants to mention it. So, like, it's good that he's hung up on his divorce and not the fact that his ex wife murdered his parents while making him sign the papers. <laughs> he had to sign the papers with their blood. Yeah, he had to dip the fountain pen. It's like that scene in Little Mermaid where he's signing away his voice. That's where the memory went. To grant her the divorce, he had to pay with his memory of her committing murder. And she wouldn't have had to serve any time because she left him for a millionaire. So He has no parents. He was Um, born out christmas spirit like anakin he's was actually a big gingerbread man that aunt debbie baked and he just kind of came to life pinocchio <laughs> he's gingerbread oh pinocchio God. he was also he also got turned into a donkey once There's, yeah we don't talk about it that's what puberty is <laughs> that, you know that's a, that's in the second one <laughs> Christmas inheritance. What would the second one's title be? Two Christmas, two inheritance. (laughs) (laughs) Why did they title their movies like that? Christmas, Christmas inheritance, er. (laughs) Christmas, er. Easter inheritance. Passover inheritance. Ash Wednesday inheritance. <laughs> National Hot Dog Day inheritance. Okay, <laughs> 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 you. These are all fucking valid because they essentially run Hallmark. And um Hallmark capitalizes on those bullshit holidays. It could be anything. Could be anything. It could be anything. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> if they weren't Hallmark, we would have just run this well dry so much quicker. Um, I want to talk about my favorite scene in the entire movie, but Too I need bad. to say a little background first. No, you don't get so to talk. there's n- no you <laughs> stop. <laughs> um, so there's this big like blizzard and half the town loses power so a bunch of people come to stay at the inn and there's this family that um ellen lets stay in her room (laughs) and then there's this scene after her dick fiance gets there and she's like oh just go to my room take a nap i'll be back in a little bit and he opens the door and the mom is sitting there and the little girl is like running in circles screaming (laughs) and she's just like can i help you (laughs) She's just like, can I help you? And so he just walks away. <laughs> oh my god, it was so funny. Cinematic masterpiece, Christmas Inheritances. Um, that's exactly what it feels like to experience any child. This is yeah. what it feels like when you're at a relative's house for like a holiday. And you're just desperately trying to get away. So you go into like 
a, another room and it's just like your younger cousins losing their fucking marbles. Yeah. Going absolutely batshit. It's exactly that energy. Except he did not know them at all, which makes it even yeah. funnier. Which is just, uh, I love it. It's so I'm so glad I got to watch <laughs> you see that scene. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the entire. It was so good. My um, favorite part, I believe, is later on when Aunt Debbie realizes that she is in fact. Um, the hearth and home and hearth hearth and home forget what order it is founder's daughter um because she peers at some photos of like her as a baby with her dad and her mom and it's so clearly the most low effort photoshop that has ever graced a screen like it looks just god awful it's a stock photo family and it's like at a different resolution than the background is and like they're yeah. blurry as fuck and the background is like Windows XP screensaver clear. Like it is just ridiculous. I'm like <laughs> and like the even the, like, the pictures of the two founders in the booth together, those clearly were not pictures of the two men sitting in the same place at the same time. <laughs> Right. It was, it's so funny. I'm like, we got <laughs> it's Netflix. They could have afforded like some but like God, you get any fucking like college student to do that so much better for so much less than whatever they paid for that. Like it's wholly ridiculous. And it was so fucking funny. Um I'm just realizing it's really weird that it never brings up his parents. I was thinking about that the entire fucking movie. Because she did, she lost her mom, so that would be like a great bonding thing. Oh, yeah. But like, no. It, it mentions on several occasions how his aunt is like, I love him like a son. He's like, she's basically my mom. I want to know the story there. But Especially no. Especially since when he first brings her to his aunt's cafe, he's like, grew up here. I have a lot of family in town. This is the only family that we see for the whole movie. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I don't understand. It's, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Not at all. Because, like, we've all got our, our tastes, our little, like, our little romantic buzzwords that really, like, draw us into a fun little rom-com. And, like, being wholly overwhelmed by the amount of family this man has in this town would have been so fucking fun and sweet to see. I would but have no. loved that scene. But Too we don't bad. get it. We don't get it. This is honest proposal again. King rom-com in my opinion. <laughs> I haven't seen many and I don't plan on seeing much more. Um... Yeah, but these aren't even really like rom-coms. These are just romantic. They're not really supposed to be comedy. How does the comedy get it better than a movie focusing on that? If you're going to be romantic, go for the energy of the bodice rippers. Please. 
please. I would love that. Mel- or, or are there any film versions of those Amish romances? I would love to see one of those. <laughs> That's so funny as a concept. I need to experience it, and I can't read. I'm wholly illiterate. Um, how did I get this far? Don't ask. you're gonna leave that one hanging huh (laughs) i don't know how to respond to that you must i don't know how i don't know how improv his hair was awful (laughs) not good enough moving on that's all that's all i've got moving on I think it's really shitty of the dad. I understand the tradition going um, to the lodge, only $100. That, it, he got her like a ticket for like one, two days, and then planned this whole thing with his um, business partner so his partner would fuck off until Christmas so that she had to sit there and learn something. Um so the fact that he still only gave her a hundred dollars and only gave it in the form of a hundred dollar bill, which no fucking like store is gonna deal with, is quite possibly the shittiest thing for a human being to do to anybody. It's because that's all they had when they started their business. I know. And like that makes sense when it's the intended like couple days that he goes over. Because I'm assuming they weren't like homeless and unemployed while they started this company <laughs> actually the i'm assuming that hundred dollars is the just the only amount of money in the company at that point and not yeah, the probably. only amount of money that both of them had collectively for their lives so it's shitty to f- knowingly make his daughter live off of a hundred dollars for like over a week it's like three days. I don't... I don't fucking know. <laughs> but was... like, it was clearly longer than they had planned because he had gotten the, her the bus ticket and she knew she was only there for like a limited time. He told her she was going to be there for a week and she was planning on going back early to go to Malibu. Or whatever. Mm. To go to Hawaii. Well, if he told her it was a week, then then she was definitely there a week because she was there for a couple days, then left with Beyonce and then came back immediately. Yeah, she ended up being there like a week because he wasn't there until the end. Yes. I just. I don't. I don't buy it. Very ill intent on dad's part i'm gonna well, I'm he knew it would force her to work uh i don't know because it just it's very um divorce from workforce kind of opinion you know like just gonna find a job <laughs> i mean that's the town he grew up in i know he knows all those people he doesn't live there anymore but he knows all those people still. 
we have proof that he knows two people. He was there at the end. The whole town knew him. Well, yeah, because he's a big figurehead for the town. Yeah, but like... The whole town knew him. Did he know the whole town? Yeah, he grew up there. That is not at all what I'm saying. (laughs) When you grow up in a town that small, you know everybody. But it has been years. And he no longer... Regularly... I just don't feel like if he's not living there full time, he's not going to know the economic real reality of that town. Especially since it's been about 10 years since his wife passed and he's going back like regularly and he didn't fucking speak to the woman well, who's still in love with him. Considering the town has an Apple store, the economic reality of that town is mostly fine. And then they added in... I See, the problem is the movie didn't know the economic reality of the town. That is fair. Because Again, they tried be- to show yeah. people as like, struggling and stuff, but at the same time, the town had an Apple store. Exactly. Which like is so funny in the fact that they referred to it as local seller as well. Like, yeah. Apple's not a local store. This isn't a man who is born and raised and decided to make computers. Apple store aside, a town with that many local businesses that are clearly thriving cannot be as poor as they tried to make it out to be. In some parts. That is a good point. I want to like kind of I mean, I guess they're not wholly isolated because I guess they have fucking stellar internet connection as shown by his um party heiress research later on but like <laughs> with no fucking like cell phone signal and like landline being um at the mercy of the wind's choice <laughs> there's not a lot of option for contact other than internet well she never asked for the wifi for her phone she never did. You can call and text over Wi-Fi. Do you think the inn had Wi-Fi? Or do you think he was hooked up to a router? I really like to think that the inn had Wi-Fi and he just didn't tell her. <laughs> that would be in character. I wouldn't put that past him. It's so, it's, <laughs> there's so much that happens in this movie. Like I'm just thinking about like everything. Like and we've touched on like nothing. And that's yeah. okay. We won't. Yeah, I mean, who fucking cares about the plot? Not me. Netflix did a little bit, which is fun, at least. I'm I got through it a lot easier and with a lot less teeth pulling than I got through Princess Switch. Which, God, I really wish it was legitimate teeth pulling because these wisdom teeth need to get out of my fucking head. But that's neither (laughs) here nor there. (laughs) I mean, it's all here. In my fucking mouth. But... (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Hey, you know what we haven't talked about? 
is how passable Jake's hair is. Do you think it was good? I thought it was wholly human and enjoyable. It and made me believe in people. Did <laughs> you believe in what? Made me believe that lizard people are real because no human could have that hair. <laughs> Josh, that's so bad. That's a bad thing to say. Let's <laughs> stand by. I'm just like looking through my notes. Do we want to? I have two things that we haven't got to. Um, we okay. kind of touched on her learning how to bake. Do we want to do the baking or the the housekeeping? Um, well, let's just talk about both. Let's talk about the housekeeping. Um, she's. It stressed. It, it legitimately stressed me out. It like, I understand that the point of the scene was she wasn't supposed to have had a lot of experience keeping house before, um, because she did grow up. But it's like, it's not rocket science. And yeah, that room was a fucking nightmare. And God, I felt for her because I've had to clean the same. Uh, in yeah, my same. few months stint as a housekeeper, it was fucking. I felt that. But no, um, and I did. But at the same time, bitch should have really known not to knock over. Vacuum. Yeah, bitch should have known not to knock over the vase with the garbage. Yeah. Or maybe change out of her heels. And not trip over and throw the entire cleaning cart uh, around the room. And not make a vacuum fucking explode. Or turn off the fucking vacuum before attempting to remove the boxers that you had sucked up. Which would not have happened with that vacuum. I'm sorry. This just... It wouldn't have sucked it all the way in and exploded. Yeah, it would have just like the waistband would have blocked the the opening. It wouldn't have gotten sucked in. Like, that's not how vacuums work. But also, like, those were how just... He, how the fuck did he clear the vacuum exploded? Yeah, I don't fucking know. God. That's also, a... yeah. Speaking of the housekeeping, I'm surprised the regular housekeeper wasn't a bigger character in the story. Like, she looked like she was going to be posed to be, like, the rival love interest for him. Nope, she, she just went on vacation. She was just... We got a lovely scene of, like, genuine co-worker camaraderie between him and her. And then and she got it. sick. And she didn't show up. Goodbye. I liked her. Um, it was a little like that was one of the few scenes where I was like like, oh, this is a relatable down to earth guy. Like not like a relatable down to earth guy that like movies think I'm like, this is believable and I like it. Like I had that like relationship with coworkers before I graduated mm. and I like really like they they were clearly friends and I loved it I loved seeing that and I wish we got more of that even if she wasn't like the romantic rival because we have a shitty fiance so we don't need right. more people in this fucking rhombus but I would have liked 
to flesh out the fact that this man was born and raised in this town and he's going to have friends. But no. But no. We've got none of that. And then All we baking. need is his... Yeah. Um, I just want to say <laughs> that this bitch dumb as fuck. Separate the eggs. You didn't tell me whether you wanted them separated by size or by weight. I want to go farther back for that. When he asked her what she did for a living after she so ceremoniously (laughs) fucked up housekeeping by exploding a vacuum like an idiot, (laughs) she chose to say for her career, Baker? Like, I know she's there undercover, like, undercover boss. Ooh. But, like, pick something that's easier to fake. Just fucking say secretary, you idiot. You're, like, or Say, like, literally like anything else. She's a CEO in training. She could have picked any fucking office job. And done it believably. Like, I'm a like, editor. You know, like, so just like anything. What the fuck are they gonna do? Ask you to fucking like type something up in Word? She could, and she could have done that. She could have done that. But no, she's like, I'm a baker. She could have been like, I'm an event event organizer. If she's the one that handles most of like the the charity events, like yeah, I she... think that's literally what she is. So like, like... that's also like she could have said anything about business like he didn't say she had to lie about her job no she just couldn't let anybody know that she was ellen langford like she could have been like oh yes i i'm an assistant to the that see like it's just it's not hard but instead she says she's a baker because she saw a flyer for a baking contest happening in the town like bitch what did you think was gonna happen Right. Like, oh, she didn't for- get forced into the baking competition, but yeah, they made her fucking bake. Which, like, no shit, it's Christmas. It's Christmas, and you clearly can't do anything fucking else to help the inn. Because you're so incompetent <laughs> in operating a vacuum. Going to destroy the inn if you try to be a housekeeper anymore. Like, what the fuck? Why did she not say anything? Like, I wanted to talk about this because it was, I have three notes yeah. in succession about how stupid this choice was. And, like, it was a terrible choice. Even, it's just, I just said it's a movie and we need to do something. But, like, <laughs> second, second worst choice she made in the whole movie. The, like, like, especially since she's set up to be so smart and, like, intuitive. Especially in social interactions, when they're flirting, she knows they're flirting. And when they get to the point where they kiss, she's like, I really like you, but I cannot kiss you because I'm engaged. And, like, also, I have a bunch of weird guilt about me lying to you about who I am. So clearly she knows, like, how to think on her. She's smart in these kinds of situations. Why the fuck did she say she was a baker? 
I don't. It, it makes no sense. It pissed me off. Like, it unreasonably pissed me off to no end. Like, it was so ridiculous. I'm like, yeah, it... you stupid. <laughs> You're going to be running a company and you fucking, uh, I, uh, um, uh, Baker? Like, excuse me? God, I hope the next Toys for Tots charity event goes better than this. Right? Uh, it's uh, just... uh, money? Fucking, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And then, what else happens in this fucking movie? I mean... The silent auction. Yeah, which I wanted to talk about that for a second because this whole movie were light up like Aunt Debbie is used to be a singer. She's really good. Mm. And then she sang at the end and I was like It's not good. (laughs) Yeah. She's not good. And she sang the fucking song that her (laughs) nephew has trauma to. So like Oh he my god. Kind of Classic Deb. <laughs> that is so Debbie. Oh my god. I saw that and I was like, Debbie! Classic Debbie rehashing oh her nephew's god. trauma. He got he got served divorce papers to this song, Debbie. You're bad. Like that's so funny. Like, I love my nephew more than anything. He is my He's world. He's like a son. Basically my son. I don't <laughs> give a shit about the worst moment in his fucking life. I don't care. <laughs> and I will make him remember it as many times as I can. Fuck this bitch. I see he's having a nice fucking moment and he's pursuing a new romantic interest after years. I will sing the song that he got divorced to. Yeah. Which I know. And she fucking did. The movie's trying to set up like, oh, now he's going to have a new positive association to the song. Um, that's not how people work. No, not really. No, he would have fucking heard that and been like, oh shit, that's right. Everything in my life is bad and I'm unlovable because my wife divorced me. For a millionaire. And he just automatically over his like hatred of capitalism as well. He's like, okay, I'll marry an heiress. Or I guess Dave. Well, the, well we don't, yeah, I was going to say, no marriage yet. That's for Christmas inheritance, too. <laughs> National Hot Dog Day inheritance. <laughs> Christmas inheritance, too. <laughs> In- Son-in-law. Oh my god. He's gonna have like a George of the Jungle 2 moment where he's like forced to enter the business. <laughs> god, we should watch George of the Jungle. I would love to watch George of the Jungle. Is it simply not enough to see Brendan Fraser undressed? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid as all get out. Peak himbo. 
which we don't get a lot of in these movies, unfortunately. Sir Cole really. was none of, um, none of, close. None of them are dumb. That was mostly just a, a lack of understanding of the new world. But, yeah, I'm ho- I wish. I wish one of them was stupid. Yeah. I guess Jake's the closest we get in the fact that he's um, experiencing brain rot. (laughs) (laughs) He acts like he is on Reddit way too much and so he's so deluded that he doesn't know how the world works. He's not like incel level but it's like this man's probably a misogynist. I think. It's the hair. <laughs> it's the... Um, also, for the silent auction, dude, we want to talk about his contribution. Are you talking about the little Santa? Yeah. All of his artwork. Oh, his artwork. Yeah. I forgot about... <laughs> This artwork. He's an artist. That's where they kissed. It's I know. I remember. He he had college students make. Um, I just like there's a couple scenes throughout the movie where he's shown to like be sketching or like has sketched out templates for ice sculptures that the community college students then carve. Um, he's not good. I didn't think he was bad. He's not bad, but he's supposed to be an art school graduate. Yeah. And that looks like shit that I got a C on in high school art. Yeah, but it's also like... I've seen some people who are in art school here who are worse than he was. And they're definitely passing all their classes. I don't understand art school then. <laughs> what do you do if art not is be good? Really subjective. I guess, but like could you see people paying for what he did? Yeah. I could not, especially when there was a MacBook in the running. <laughs> and like that new ass guitar. No one's bidding on shitty Santa with the Walmart smiley face kind of head. <laughs> Especially when they got one million for that fucking solar oh, but, panel dancing Santa. But that's their boy. They need his <laughs> art. <laughs> what? That's the town. The town. That's their boy. That's their boy? Yeah. I don't understand. (laughs) I'm lost. I'm lost in this field of ice ice sculptures. She was. She sure fucking was. the wrong way. (laughs) Lost. (laughs) Lost the inn. (laughs) I yeah. 
what else happened in this movie? Like, so much. So we I think we kind of touched on all the important parts, though. I, yeah. Um, again, it was wholly ridiculous because it's a Netflix original Christmas Hallmark ripoff. Um, but it was so much better than Princess Switch. I had fun watching it. I don't feel like they dropped any of the plot lines or like none of them made sense like it it was a concise watchable movie and i'm very glad that we put it on the list like it was between this Mm -hmm. and holiday calendar and neither of us had seen either of them we didn't know anything about either of them i I have seen holiday calendar you've seen holiday calendar yeah okay was this better than holiday calendar i liked holiday calendar better Hmm. Because I liked the boy better in Holiday Calendar. That's not a fucking movie review. Um, it can be. <gasps> uh! No, I the plot was also concise in that one, and I liked both leads better. Okay. Nobody had bad I guess hair. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to like, like this is the last episode. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> you ruined it. I cannot stand you. <laughs> uh, okay. Where does this rank in regards to falling in love? I liked falling in love better, too. What the fuck is wrong with you? The only one I liked this better than was Princess Switch. This is flooring. I've never understood someone less than this. This, How? (laughs) Because I just liked falling in love better. It was more romantic. I don't think. Like, there was almost no romance up until the end. No, there was plenty of romance. I, I would You're not... just not a, a romantic soul. Do not fucking. I can't believe you have just said this. <laughs> <laughs> that is so fucking rude. Oh my god. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are? I'm Josh. And I'm Tegan. (laughs) (laughs) And this is Dumb Binge Binging. We have watched (laughs) Christmas Inheritance and it has ruined our friendship. (laughs) You have all been here to listen to the downfall. Oh my God. Um, we're gonna have to take a week off to recover. Think about who we are and whether or not we can stand to see each other once more. <laughs> Don't joke about that. <laughs> <laughs> you can f- follow our live tweet as we repair our friendship over at Dumb Binge Binge. You can follow us on Tumblr at Dumb Binge Binging with dashes between each word. We're also on Patreon. 
it's currently only $2 a month for one tier. If you sign up for that, which God bless you if you do. <laughs> uh, if you believe that this is worth paying for, that $2 is going to go towards getting us better recording equipment. We desperately need it. <laughs> As our sound quality is anything to go off of. <laughs> yeah. We really need new recording equipment. <laughs> but um, but- just listening is so much more than we could ever ask for and I greatly appreciate anybody who takes the time out of their day to listen to an hour of this mess really I'm continuously blown away by the fact that anybody listens so um thank you follow us patreon Um, join us next episode as we review all three Christmas Prince movies. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. This has been Dumb Binge Bingy. Binge.